Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Abu Dhabi debrief for the final time this year in the weekend uh, videos that we're doing. So I want to start this off firstly by saying thank you to, to everyone who's watched or commented or liked or listened. Um, I know we're not the most popular one, and, but I think I can speak on behalf of both of us that we're both incredibly proud to be able to say we've covered an entire season, seeing as it's our third attempt at doing so. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we, the first one was like, I think we covered the first race and it's like nothing happened. And then 2021 Abu Dhabi happened and we're like, we got to cover that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And then we got about halfway <laughs> through last year and then again, just got a bit all, all too busy and, and we couldn't couldn't do it. So I'm, I'm really... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just super grateful we managed to get through a full season and, and people have stuck with us uh, as well. And thank you to you, Kyle, obviously. I think we both had periods where it's like we sort of just had no motivation, but the other one just sort of picks us back up like, no, let's let's do it. Let's push through it. So, it's not like we've been sitting on our asses as well. Like, yeah. you know, I've been partway around the world and you've been all over the place yep. and yet we found a way to, to still make it work. So, it. But no, you're right. It's nice. It's nice to hear, you know, not just random people that sometimes pop up that we don't mm. know, but a lot of people that we do know that consistently check in and have yep. feedback and reach out. So yeah, it's, it's really cool. So yeah. uh, it's, it's, I'm glad that we're here, um, but I'm still also excited to, to debrief you know mm. a race that it's interesting a race that i thought was pretty good but you think was pretty mid so yeah it feels like normally we're on the same wavelength with races mm. this almost feels like the first race where maybe we're a little bit different in our in our opinion on it but maybe yeah. we're just so at the end of the year so we're delirious and who knows maybe yeah. i don't remember what happened <laughs> out of that <laughs> yeah it does feel a bit like that but uh yeah you are right uh, before we go on with that i do just want to say you would mention the two well, like the, the people that sort of watch uh, that have been like consistent, the two groups are kind of want to shout out. One's obviously the Crosso Dog server. I know they've been very, very supportive of us. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Sam in particular. Um, I've known him for, oh God, like it's got to be 13 to 15 years now. So <laughs> it's been a long Jeez. time. Yeah. Um, and your uh, GT crew on Facebook, they still pop up from time to time saying, hey, that oh, was yes. a good vid. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think they're probably the two that, that, that maybe watch or listen the most. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that they're still around yes. watching and, and listening. So, but I think even a special shout out mm -hmm. to one of my closer mates who doesn't even follow F1, but sometimes for background noise, he just chucks it on. Oh. Mr. Eater of Food, I think, is how he'd like to be known by. Oh, so, really? Um, nice. Often he, yes, throws it on the background, and when we meet up, he'll throw some reference. I'm like, how uh, the hell do you know that? And I go, <laughs> you listen to the podcast. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that makes me yeah. happy. Um, but, hey, if you're not if you're not any of those people, uh, I'd love to know where you're listening or watching yeah. from. Uh, the analytics on youtube and spotify in particular that they're, they're real sketchy so i don't <laughs> yeah. i don't really trust it a lot of the time and the rss analytics are like i don't it says yeah. we're getting more listeners than we are and i don't it doesn't none of it really makes sense so hey if you're there's some folks out there but yeah we don't know if it's the same folks we don't know if it's random folks yep, yep, it's yeah yeah folks <laughs> yeah so if you're if you're watching on youtube please leave a comment. I would love to know where you're from, how long you've been listening. Um, and on Spotify, just we've got our questions up there. You can post it in there. And if, hey, if you're somewhere else that doesn't have comments, uh, just at Final Sector YT, even though we don't really use it that much, we will see it. So uh, I, yes. I would I would love to know because it, it does. I'm very curious about that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, enough of the waffle on. Uh, yeah, let's, let's go to, to Abu Dhabi. Like you say, I thought it was... 
I thought it was sort of sort of mid. I think it was good for an Abu Dhabi race, like Abu Dhabi races mm-hmm. in the past. You know, discounting the twenty twenty one drama. Um, they're, they're not they're not great. Let's be honest. Um, the fact that they had to change the track to be like we need better racing kind of shows yeah. that. So, and I think for Abu Dhabi, it was quite good. I just think in the context mm-hmm. of the rest of the season. It was just kind of meh. Um, the only thing really keeping anyone interested was the fact that there were still some battles to play out, as we mentioned in the preview, for for drivers and constructors. And those did play out until quite late. And then, you know, a couple of other stories we'll go into as well. But it sort of just fizzled out for the most part. And a lot of the things that were happening didn't really matter, in my personal opinion. But... Um, well, seeing, I mean, you know what? I don't want to be the bummer. Seeing as you were excited and you no, were happy not... with it, you where do you want to start? What did, what did you like about the race? You're not being the bummer at all. Maybe it was just the fact that... I'm jaded. I hate F1 now. I'm cancelling the channel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess, I guess it, although there was a lot happening, I guess it was mostly happening in the midfield even. Mm. Um, but even then, there was even... Maybe it just was because there was a few of those little stories to play out that were exciting, and I think it's you still didn't really know the answer. It's not like there are answers straight away. Like mm. we had this battle for for P two, which was interesting because you know from this battle being between Mercedes and Ferrari, they yeah. each had one driver which seemed really on it, and one driver that didn't know where their head was, and it was yeah. almost like that second driver that that could have determined it, and that the first drivers you know kind of sorted themselves out in P two P three. Um, so you almost just, you know, rather than looking for, oh, is he going to, you know, win the title with the P1 or the P2? It was like, is he going to win it with the P9 or the P10? Yeah, it was like yeah. a weird way to flip it. Um, and it made it really strange. And then with how penalties played out, that became mm. a part of it. It was maybe just because it was different, you know, it was a different yeah. way to decide things. Even the charge from from Yuki trying to get Alpha Tauri up there and him doing something different, which looked like it had a chance to pay off. Um Maybe that's just what I found myself yeah. exciting about. I think in a vacuum, if it was a normal race weekend without stakes, it'd be fine for this sort of track, but in the global sphere, sure, maybe it wasn't that good. But mm. I think even with those few stakes, I I don't know, I had a, I had a good time. Yeah. I liked that there was different strategies out there. I think that's why it was also mm. good that we didn't just have a simple one-stop, Bob's your uncle, you know? Mm. So, yeah, it was... The- not bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean like, it's a positive, not bad. Yeah, yeah. Glass half full, not bad. And you're more like, up. Yeah, it could have been better. The, glass the, half empty, not bad. Well, I was going to say the glass is exactly like it's halfway. It's exactly halfway. Sure. There's no like, I haven't filled it up. I haven't tipped it out. It's just halfway. It exists yeah. halfway. That's what this race was. For you me. have no prior context. To yeah, I have no feelings one doing. way or the other. <laughs> it's that the, the, the dude from the guys from Futurama, the ones that have. I have no opinion one way or the other. I don't know if you right. know that. Yes, yeah. uh, um, not the top of my yes. head, but I'm getting the vibes. I'm getting the vibes. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know. Like there's uh, like even the ones with um, the one you mentioned with with Alpha Tauri and, and Yuki, obviously a fantastic race going on the one stop and still having pace at the end. Um, they were actually pretty close to overhauling Williams, as you 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 mentioned to me in in chat. If if Yuki had held onto that P seven and Daniel, who was very close to P ten, had got that P ten, they would have been tied with Williams, and because of the P seven, I believe would have gone ahead of Williams. So mm-hmm. unless unless I'm misremembering, and Williams have got a seventh, but I don't think it they have. It still was yeah. close though, because we were all looking at Yuki because mm. Ricardo was kind of in the bottom half. 
remember he stopped fairly late mm. and I remember seeing that he was close to Science who still had to box. Mm. And at that point he was in like P12 and there was Stroll there who seemed a little weak and that's why I was even thinking, well, everyone's going on about this. Yuki gets P6, it's done, it's over. And he fell down to 7th, mm. but that was considering that he's the only one scoring. So yes. I, I... And that's... that's I feel like the... Com- well, I was about, yeah, to, I was about it, to say that's why it's like that's why I didn't have you know it wasn't the the interest and the excitement wasn't there for me because I was looking at him like you know if if Ricardo was in the points or if Yuki was a little further ahead and he yeah. could hold on to that P six or P seven yeah. um, then it's like okay now there's still something to play for but it's it ended you know you look at it and you're like unless Ricardo finds like severe pace to get into the points yeah. and snag a couple of points it's basically over already like it also yeah. wasn't really called attention to mm. so like even i like almost when i asked it she was almost was questioning it going mm. well i saw that he was there and theoretically that would have changed things mm. and you're like oh yeah it would have but even in the broadcast, they didn't really mention it. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess just because they weren't, they weren't. Well, they were. I mean, they were. They were paying attention to the Leclerc slowing down and letting true, Perez pass. It's true because that's when that was yeah, really yeah. popping off. So yeah. to be fair, yeah. yes. So. Um, or or Fernando yeah. brake checking Hamilton. That was that was another one too. They were paying attention. That's yes, <laughs> yeah. We could go. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Was, There's a few little things to go into, but um, if that was funny. If you don't think that was funny, then you're wrong. It was funny. <laughs> It was um it was classic Fernando finding mm. something that is close to what you'd call breaking the rules, yeah. but it's probably right on the <laughs> line, which is ironic because he was slowing down for yeah. the DRS line yes. and then yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was very cheeky, uh, yes. You gotta love him. Um Yes, but I guess look, I, I think Yuki was the only one that really made it look like he had that one stop to work, and as mm. far as I can tell a lot of drivers elected to start on the hard. Yes. And it seemed like that anyone that started the hard that then was going to try the one-stop realized really quickly that it just wouldn't work. Mm. But if you started on the medium, you could actually eke out a really long first mm. stint without that much wear on the medium, almost like you could box later than those on the hard. So that's why it seemed like for him it kind of worked out when so many other cars that either tried it and then just did it because they went, this is horrible, what are we doing here? Mm. Um, or they did go for it and then they just slipped down the order, you know. Actually, I'm looking at this. Apparently, almost all of them were on the mediums and Stroll Signs boss has started on the hards. Is that so? So it was the other way around. Yeah, so they all started on the mediums and then, um, yeah, Signs went on the hards. They on the medium. So went the long, went yeah, because okay. he, went, he went hard, hard, hoping for the safety car late. Yeah, so, that's right. And then pitted last yes. lap because, the, again, that was the other story that you were looking at and like. He went hard, hard, and he's like, oh, he has to stop again. Um, and when they came over the radio, he's like, yeah, we're banking on a safety car. And it's like, cool, okay, so Ferrari are not getting P2 now. Like, yes, it doesn't matter yes. what Charles does. Uh, but then we had yeah, the Perez penalty yeah, yeah. that's like, oh, maybe it could happen. But I think, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, yes. It just sort of, like, it just just sort of fizzled. It's just Ferrari strategy at play again. I don't know, man. <laughs> well, it's Ferrari strategy. It's the fact that signs... Yeah, there was that. He too. seemed to admit that even since, like you know, in Vegas and that when he, you know, mm. even here, he had that incident in free practice, which was interesting because they kind of they didn't cover it up, but they didn't really mention it that they actually smoothed out part of the the first sector where basically signs bottomed out on and yes. spun out from. Yeah, and same for one of the rookies, I can't remember which, almost lost it through that section. Mm. There was a few cars sparking. I think the Alfa Romeo in particular was very uneasy through there. Yeah. So it seems like the, the FIA and the track owners actually realized that um, 
and they apparently made a cheeky little yeah scrubbing of the floor without really advertising it maybe because they didn't mm. want to draw attention to seeing if it was their fault or anything right. especially considering vegas and that it was um of course science car that got destroyed in that yeah so maybe, um, good point. a little uh, pr management there who knows um but but um yeah signs he just didn't yeah. Uh, there just wasn't much there, and then they tried him on an alternate strategy. Maybe they were thinking that it was going to be hard to pass, but it turned out here that if you had a quick car, it actually seemed pretty easy to pass. Mm. Like, we had a sort of jumbled grid, but then most people kind of found their way through. You know, the I'm sure the undercut was very powerful, but yeah. it kind of, you know, worked out in the end. Um, again, Yuki was the one that really nailed an alternative, and I think they probably committed very early to just doing... They might have known to go, look, if we just do the same as everyone else, we know we're going to get past here, right? Yeah. Um, so we do something different from the start. We know we're doing something different, while others might have tried to adapt on the fly and then realize it's not really working. Yeah, when you have to start, um, when you have to like respond to an undercut from someone ahead of you, then yeah, then exactly. it throws off your yes. own strategy and maybe they're yep. yeah. So yeah, it's a fair point. It's well, they just point. went. We're not going to do it, and yeah. then it actually meant that what was nice on which I even forgot in Franz Tost last weekend mm, running the team. Yeah, it meant that Yuki got to actually lead a few laps, and that was yeah, that was, was nice. kind of cool. Yeah. So um, it was good to see. And yeah, I it's still annoying because it's like this 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 race from yuki was great mm. if he just had a cash in the points from brazil or from mexico then this would have been you know the final race he gets it on like a p7 pierre or whatever because that's enough and then that's what seals it yeah beautiful we all go yuki wow what a turnaround and although we can i think we can still say again we're going a bit season review yeah we can still say this is still good it's like, God, if he had have just yep. done all these races like this, we actually would have been tooting his horn massively. Yeah. So, but it's, yeah, if you end strong, then okay, fair enough. We'll, we'll see what happens, right? But, um, mm. yeah, I guess kind of first weekend we saw him versus Ricardo, and I guess he came out a little bit on top, but still, I think, all to play for between those two. I think we got to wait yeah. another year to actually I, yeah, <laughs> see that. I feel like they're. <laughs> Oh, it's so hard to say. Again, I think they were on different strategies. You know, Ricardo was on that two stop. Um, yeah, obviously starting. Again, obviously yeah. starting back as well. I think I, I feel like in terms of pace, they were probably pretty similar. Like, yeah. Um, well, where did Ricardo end up starting? Because I think he got knocked out Q two. I know Hamilton started eleventh. I think Ricardo was like yeah. way down in sort of maybe even P fifteen or something. I think he yeah, was way yeah, something down. Like that. Um, and he came back to, to nearly score points. So, like, his pace still during the race is is very, very good. So, mm. I think it'll be... Yeah, it will be interesting to see. You know, we don't see it. I really want to see it. But, you know, we see it all the time for... Uh, particularly Mercedes, I feel like. Those drivers are always together on the track at the same time. Yeah. And then you can clearly see that, oh, Hamilton's faster. Like, he's just faster in the race. Yeah. You just don't... You just haven't seen it with... Tsunoda and Ricardo are just never on the same part of racetrack nope. at the same time. They haven't had that on the same Japan strategy. moment yeah. that, that Yuki and, <laughs> yeah. um, and Lawson had where they actually just yeah. got to duke it out. Yeah. yeah. But we will, we will in mm. good time. But, um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that was one of the stories. Mm. Um, as we say, I think in, in general, talking about Hamilton, he... <sighs> It's funny how he goes from one weekend where he gets a podium and he's just like, the car's not that bad. And then he's back here going, this is the worst thing I've ever driven. That's, Get rid of it, blah, blah, blah. I don't understand, and, man. Yeah. And Russell, like, still, I think he, what, did he qualify P3, didn't he? Like, he started up. He qualified up, the, up there yeah. and he finished up yeah. there. And it's like, well, yeah. where have you been the last few races in P8 yeah. with, with this? Where? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but, but, like, how does Hamilton get knocked out in 
Q2 when Russell sticks yeah. it on. Like, I realized Russell was right? good in qualifying, but, like, there's such a huge disparity. Um, and that's actually something they mentioned during qualifying is the disparity between teammates. And I, I don't know if it's... It, maybe it's just one of those tracks where it just suits... Or if you, if you get this set up even slightly different to your teammate, it's like yeah. you're just you're losing like half a second a lap. It's like yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, to be fair, Hamilton in the race did have he got that damage after rear-ending. Yeah, was it Gasly? I think it was Gasly who locked up into that chicane. Yeah, um, and still had pace even Oops. with the bent. Yeah, <laughs> even with the bent. Uh, yeah, the one uh, the end plate. Yeah, yeah. End plate, yeah, and we still managed to to fight all the way through to take P. Well, he almost got Yuki, but then he kind of lost it. So one last hurrah for for Yuki to quote-unquote fend him off, which was... It kind of... I I, I guess we kind of saw it the past few years, but um, that new reprofiled second straight, the back straight, Mm. where they go down the long straight and then they go through the twisty bit onto that second straight, um, and it goes into that curved left bend... Mm. It, it, it's kind of actually turned into that perfect corner where if you've got a good run, you can get alongside someone, mm. but you still have to fight for the move through there. And although the inside is better, you could then, if you're getting overtaken, we saw a lot where someone moved to the inside and you thought the guy on the outside just has the momentum. But then it's like that inside yeah. had the grip and then you could kind of carry it out and defend on it. So yeah. sometimes it wasn't just, a, oh, I'm passing you one and done. There was actually... A bit of a, a bit of you know a, a chance for someone to come back there. Mm. Um, you saw it actually a so, lot. If if anyone watched the F two races, you saw it a lot in. Did those it happen races. a lot there too? Yes. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. very prevalent there as well. Where it's, um, yeah, covering that inside line was like, yeah, that's the way to go. That's the best best way to to hold that yeah. position is yeah, cover the inside, uh, and watch them try and go the outside or try and cut back because yeah. most of the time they can't do it. So, yeah. It was interesting now, to see. It's, I think I think that section is a good little section for battling. I think yeah. that's one of the compared you know, to what it was positive. before. That section before exactly, was where it's awful. just into that weird chicane and it was just Ugh. dive, and then you couldn't really defend Ugh. and it's awful, it was just, just the worst. Yeah. So it's it's nice to have this. Mm. Um, I guess just quickly, I guess a few other things outside of the race that we had. You know, we did talk about in our preview for free practice. We had a lot of the rookies. Yeah. Um, Ironic that a few drivers are in the bad books and it wasn't any of the rookies. Um, yeah. In particular, yeah. Sergeant um, getting in the mm. way of, I think it was, was it Doohan, if I remember correctly? Uh, I think it was an Alpine he got in the way of. Was that the one where you had to like dive out of the way on the Jump out the corner? way yeah. because he was essentially just sitting in the middle of the track. Yeah, That was scary. So, um, I thought he was going straight to the back. That was scary. Yeah. Exactly, yes. It was, it was, I wouldn't say it's that surprising, but yeah. we had so many rookies mm. and it's a fairly tough track. You'd think one of them might have had a bit of a spin or, or crashed out, but I think actually all around the vibe was they did pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, a good showing showing from all the rookies there, which is what we were hoping to see. Mm. Um, as I say, free practice too. We had a few incidents. Um, and then we also had Max still trying to do Max things. Um, they came into this weekend. We still have this whole limited time. You know, if you're going out on a slow lap thing. In some past races where they have, you know, quite wide pit lanes, they've just said, you know, for example, for Brazil, pull over to the left, otherwise then you're allowed to overtake on the right. They didn't give a yes or no to what you can do here, and given that they have an area of the track which goes under a tunnel, it's very unique. Yeah. And we actually have seen in one year when an, uh, we had an F2 crash here, which That's was very funny. Right. With someone it in the wall. Right. Yet to happen in F1, and we probably weren't too far from seeing it this mm. weekend, with Max, you know, pushing the rules as he does, trying to say, you know, he likes to have a really quick 
period where he warms up the tires and it almost annoyed me because on the commentary team they said oh why does he go out there he rushes and then he slows down and then people pass him anyway it's like well it's obviously because that's a different way he likes to prep his tires like he wouldn't just do it just to be trying to break the rules to go haha look i passed you and now you're gonna pass me it's like he wouldn't do it just for the piss of it right to take the piss he obviously does it because he likes to come out with a car he wants to get a heat cycle in real quick to not slow down and Mm. then he slows it down a bit towards the end of the lap yes while everyone else likes to be more slow and then they kind of do a bit of a heat cycle so they get to the end Mm. i do i do wonder if that sort of uh hindered him in i mean i I know he's still Mm. sort of qualified p1 but i do wonder if that hinders him in qualifying a bit you know if he does get stuck out like we've obviously seen him in qualifying a lot uh just because he has the pace of the car he'll go out before everyone else if he can yeah and just in just get the clean air even if people are like oh we need to come out at the same time to get the best group yeah he'll go out early which actually helped him in brazil for example um yes. because he was the only one to get got like a good lap yes um yes. but the, like I do wonder if the the whole slowing down the pit lane, because obviously they come out of the tire blankets, you know, they're cooling down on that really slow run out of the yeah. pit lane, and then they have to heat back up again. I wonder if just the way Max or even the Red Bull likes to prepare their tires, like they they just don't like that. They just can't do that. Like yeah. doing that just takes the, a little bit of life out of them uh, yep. and a little bit of performance. And maybe that's why he fucking feels the need to to overtake yeah. the way he did. And as and it could could even. Could even be sorry. No, no, go, cut you go off, on. You go ahead. No, no, no. You go, you go, you go. <laughs> it could, they, they, they changed the rule to basically say you're not doing this. Yeah, like, let's yeah, be safe yeah. about this, right? Which was fair enough. And then we even saw later on where when Max would go out, he would then basically back up more than anyone. Like mm. he would create like an even bigger gap. And I think that's because then he builds up that space that means he can then run free and he's not going to mm. risk catching up to someone. I think also, to your point with the clean air, he wants to also do his prep lap, his quick lap in that clean air. Yeah. So it's both that he wants to overtake people because he doesn't want things to slow down that much and because he preferably wants to get ahead of the queue. Yeah. So it's a bit of a win-win if people are going to slow down. Where in this, he said, right, we're, gonna, we're not going to allowed to pass. I'm just going to make the biggest gap known to human history. So then I'm basically where I'd be anyway and then I can just gun yeah. it around and then slow down. So... Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think, again, I, I, as much as the commentators try to go, oh, why does he just do with everyone else? It's like, well, obviously, because... <laughs> because that works for him. He has a specific yeah, reason. Yeah. Yes, it works for him, and that's why he's, mm. you know, as consistent and good as he is. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. it's, yeah, yeah, so... Yep. Um, and why... Um, that was interesting. Well, like, even in, in Brazil, like, he he wasn't the only one to overtake drivers as well. Like, he yeah. was the only one to do it here, and that's probably because, I don't know, it... it you probably shouldn't, and that's probably why the others didn't. But Max is no like, one else tried to go for it. Max, but yes, yeah, yeah, Max was like, you know what? They haven't told me I can't. We've done it at previous races. I'm going to do it because this is what I like to do. And fair enough. Yep. Until they said no, you can't do it. And then he's like, okay, fine, I'll play. And then complain I'll about it. it. Yeah, I'll bitch and moan, yes, but yes. I'll do it. And I think um, the real result yeah. is again, end of season thing is. Uh, they've been trialing a few different things they've admitted to say we know none of these are perfect just hold on for a bit we'll sort something out i still don't know what it is we may just go back to saying sort it out on the track because otherwise (sighs) you might just have to do it track by track i mean maybe like some circuits it works to kind of back up near the end other circuits like singapore it doesn't work so you feel like you might need some sort of flexible rule like Mm. brazil having people move over it kind of worked out, that kind of worked. But of course, you can't do it here in other circuits. So maybe it's circuit-by-circuit basis. Maybe in their press conference... Uh, I was about sorry, to say, the, yeah, the, the driver drivers, meeting beforehand. Yeah, going to say that, yeah. yeah just say, just yep, go, this is what Here's what we doing. suggest. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. And everyone goes, raise their hand, you know. Or they can modify it if it's bad in FP1. 
you know, maybe it looks a little silly because they're not sure what to do, but then there's not a perfect solution. While yeah. these F1, you know, it's not like other cars, like GT3 cars, where you just go out, you don't worry about mm. slowing down or whatever. It's this particular type of car. They, you know, they do it for this reason. They're sensitive to the dirty air. It's the reason why the junior cars you see it as a problem. It's the reason mm. why them in Monaco go out in groups and all that jazz because yep. it, it can be so bad, right? Yep. So... It's just, a, a, yeah, unless you completely change the car you're using, we now see it is an issue we're going to have to deal with. It's always been an issue. It's just that it's, you know, yeah. so much. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It has been an issue. And if you've watched, uh, well, was it last year or was it the year before that Monza qualifying? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think yeah. that, I think that. Well, that was partly because of the slipstream that they wanted. Yeah, so that was yeah. Even, it was even worse. <laughs> but, but that that was that was partly what started introducing yeah. the minimum lap time as well for, yes. to try to cover both sides of it. Right. It was really funny, but also really stupid at the same time. And we yeah. don't like that's yeah, we don't want repeats of that. It's funny once, yeah. but when it when it happens all exactly. the time, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I I think th- there is a bigger discussion that we could have. Um, you know, in a season review as well. I feel like, to be fair, I don't know if anyone really knows what <laughs> what can be done about it. There's not a one size fits all. Yeah. It's yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, it's it's got to be done track by track. Yeah, or something else completely fundamental. Like, do we mm. just change how we do quality? I don't know, right? Like, you do top ten shootout one by one. That yeah. solves it, but that's a whole yeah. different deal, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. We'll we'll leave that. That's that's rabbit hole stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I just had like thought upon thought. Like, oh, I could leave. I know, it. Yeah, I know. We can leave There's it. Leave it. Leave it all. Um. Yeah. I guess if we want to talk about something else, that uh, at least the thing that I I talked about was 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 Perez. Um, I want to talk about that that penalty he got with Norris because there was some de- um, uh, divisiveness in like the commentary as well where martin's like he didn't think it was a penalty and anthony was like yeah it's fair enough it's a penalty and i'm watching i'm like that's like a slam dunk bro that's like i don't know how you can look at that and be like oh i think that's just fair races like no perez went too deep into the corner he didn't make the corner he even said after the fact i, I gave you the quote right where he said you know sometimes yes. sometimes you just you break later into the corner and you're not fully in, con- in control and that was his debate his argument for why he shouldn't have got yeah. the penalty it's like bro you, you have to be in control you went into the side of him you didn't give him enough room norris had to come back onto the track and you didn't leave him enough because you were going this way when the corner yep. was this way i was like i don't understand how i don't understand how anyone could fight that like look at that and be like actually no i don't think that should have been a penalty I don't, well you don't, hey oh look boy. This, this this is the week for debates oh apparently boy. i don't um nah. That's fair enough. Uh, I think the only counter argument is he didn't actually make the place. He he went for something. It was a bit argy bargy, but Norris went off and stayed ahead. He didn't mm. make a place. If he had a bumped him and got ahead, I would have much less of an issue with it. He didn't get ahead. He bumped him and then Norris kept the place. And then it's not like Norris then had to pick. Cause he had substantial damage. Yeah. So I still think the blame is on him. Mm. I think there's an argument though to say it kind of sorted itself out. You know, like if if Perez had have overtaken off the track and then let him through, you wouldn't go well give him a penalty, right? Yes, there was contact with this, but he still yeah made a bad pass. But he didn't actually make the pass at the end of the day. He then had know. to then do it again later on, and that's where I think it's like it's almost like you know like a really like a heavy warning to say cut that out. What the hell was that? Mm. 
the penalty seems harsh because he didn't actually make the place, and that's where I like. It's it's rare that we see where they tap because normally the guy taps and then he gets through, you know. Yeah. And that's when you go, well, he bumped to pass, right? It's that classic mm. bump to pass. That's a penalty. He bumped and didn't make the pass, and uh, uh, that's what I f- see a few pundits talking about. And I go, I kind of can see that angle too. Yeah, right? like it was such a massive yeah. thing that it affected Norris later. He retired or whatever, sure, but as far as I can tell, it didn't. You know, yeah, I did. I mean, the the, the part like the collision was enough where I saw, and I don't know if it was his or Norris's. There was, mm-hmm. and again, it might not have been substantial. It might not even have been super noticeable. I did see there was something body work. Yes. yes, there was some body work that came off someone's car, and I think that like, I I get I get the point that like okay, he still kept the place fine, but when the contact's big enough to cause any sort of damage like that then it's like you shouldn't have gone for the move in the first place but would place. it depend whose damage it is if that came off of Perez's car and Norris's car was fine uh, see, I, I, I hate, I'm not, I hate I'm not trying to abstain like this. I know I I'm not it. trying to that's why it's tricky I yeah. think that's why it's why it's being debated yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to abstain that it was a bad move that's it wasn't it wasn't like he almost made it a good move mm. he just then went a little bit too wide yeah. and there was that little bump and thankfully they got through it but yeah as I say, if he had a bumped him and then taken the place, 100% he yep. has to give it back because it was a bump off the road to pass. Mm. But that's why I think maybe it's um it's for a little bit of debate. It's mm. tricky. It's a tricky one. It's almost like give him a two and a half second penalty. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Well, it's like it's like what they have in Gran Turismo where they can give you like, you know, two or three yeah, second penalties. Yeah, it's penal- like a one, one second, second slow penal- down. Yeah, yes. yeah. Slow- Imagine if they yeah, had yeah. slowdown penalties where they could cut your engine for a second. Oh my yeah. God. But imagine the chaos that would cause. Oh, oh no, no, oh, no. Dear. Yeah, we've got to invent ghosting IRL yeah. for F1. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, from from there, obviously, Perez was, was on his charge to what he did, I think. Try and finish as high as he could. Yeah, get as high as he could. And he did make it P2 on track, albeit with some help from Charles, as we as we mentioned. He made a genuine P3, though. Yes. He did get past mm. Russell. Yeah. Um, so and then, that was yeah. kind of his genuine position. And mm. then... As you were getting into, Mister Thinking on the Fly, doing the strategy for his team. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they can't. That's for sure. Um, exactly. Yeah. So he's sitting there, like uh, he knows that obviously that panel, like Perez, has to clear that that five seconds to Russell to get that P three, um, and obviously, I don't know how Charles could think about all this while he's trying to drive all the time as well. Like Alonso's the same. Um, like yeah. trying to fight for that, like just having all these thoughts, um, like all the, the all the permutations, like oh no, actually I need him to, yeah. I need him to be five seconds ahead. So if I let him through and and try to give him five seconds, that means Russell then finishes fourth, which means then we finish. How do you think about all that, and then also yes. be one of the best racing drivers in the world and yes. uh, around a track for fifty? The same laps, thing that yeah. Max does. Even Max was Max going, well, "Hey, yeah. Checo, do we need to help him? Do we need to mm. do something different to yep. give him a better place? Right? The you know, box him first or whatever little things yeah. like that. Right? Yep. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, a valiant I mean, effort. Yeah, very much so. And I think he did say he was going to give him a toe, but instead he just like let him past. Yeah, maybe he rethought about it, yeah. and he thought that maybe just letting him through rather than trying to faff about with it was quicker. He might have also been thinking about if he could slow back enough to get dirty air to Russell to try and slow him down. Yeah. Um, I don't. As think a lot he of people that, reference yeah. to, no, he didn't. He stayed about two seconds mm. ahead at the, at the least of it, and mm. and some people reference, which is fair enough, back to the. 2016 title decider when it was Hamilton, um, Rosberg, Hamilton ahead yeah. of Rosberg, which was enough for Rosberg, but Hamilton mm. 
knew that Rosberg needed to be passed by one of the two cars behind him, Vettel and someone how else. Much, at the time. How much did he slow a lap for that? Because he, he, oh, it, it was yes, like it was tremendously slow. And to like be fair, yes, his team was, yeah, yeah, his team was telling him, you know, come on, pick it up. And of course, mm. he was saying, to be completely honest with you, this is what I need to do to try and win the title. Yeah. And you could have seen Leclerc try something here. Yes, it's a bit different because he still had to finish ahead of Checo mm. while Russell had to finish behind Checo. So he would have had to like calculate it so Russell was pushed back enough, but he wasn't back there. But then again, you could say, well, if he doesn't get it, then he doesn't. he's getting third anyway. It doesn't mm. matter if he then loses you know, the extra, the second or the third, yeah, yeah. the overall goal. Um, I, I guess, except unless he's trying to fight for that P4 in the championship, which... The result still didn't even end when I thought, when I realized you got it at the end of the yeah. day. I went, Alonso got the P4? What? <laughs> but anyway. Somehow. <laughs> different, Somehow. I know, different thing. But, um, mm. Is it, wait, actually, yeah, he, is that, speaking of that, on a tangent, yeah. is that based on the amount of podiums or the, the most amount of highest placed finishes? It would have to be a tie because he got it tied with it was tied, Leclerc. But, and then the, he's had more P2s than Leclerc, I guess. I guess. I don't know if it was that or if He would was, have had to have. Yeah. Is it more P2s or is it more podiums? Because I think, I know Alonso has eight podiums to Leclerc's five. I think they do of the highest position tied. Okay. You've got. I wasn't sure. I, that's why I was asking. they don't have P1s because only mm. Signs and Perez got the other P1s. True. Then, yeah. yes. So it was... It, Mm. it really rails down how bad a day it was for Sainz because I didn't realise yeah. Sainz was the one who was ahead of that battle at the yeah. start of the weekend and then he lost to all of his competitors there so oops <laughs> like a minus three on his card yeah that's not great is it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yes but um yes it, it paints yeah Claire I guess in, in a good light mm-hmm. I think I think that those Ferrari drivers still again we can review it later both I think overall are pretty good. It's it's interesting for Leclerc as well because if you look if you look at his results and you look past Brazil, which really he had no control out of, yeah. For the past like five or six races, he's actually been like really strong. Like I think he had a podium basically every race outside of Brazil. And he, should, um, he probably would have started had a on pole yeah, from. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yes, he yeah. was he was started from the front, mm. so he really almost certainly would have. Mm. Um, which I think. Again, looking forward, probably bodes bodes well for him and mm. showed that you know he found something. Um, well, even if we're less sure about Russell Hamilton where they are, yeah. but um, well, I was gonna I was gonna say like the I wanted to speak about Leclerc a little bit more as well because that Ferrari like all throughout FP one, two, three, and hell even Q one, Q two, and I feel like I've said this about someone <laughs> else as well. I don't know if it was Deja about me. Ferrari, but it was definitely about another team like recently. Um, yeah. they were just nowhere like they were so obviously like slower than the Red Bulls and the McLarens yeah. and the Mercedes and hell even the Astons and then Leclerc's just like I'm gonna put it on P2 in quali out of nowhere and do this god tier lap like even though yes. his first run or like he was barely making it out of Q2 yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like and then he just puts it on P2 and you're like how, how, do you, how does he do it I don't understand how he yeah. does it so consistently he just pulls out these these god laps, and then in the you race, you gotta admit it was a good quality. It was that, good. Just it was a really good quality. Yeah. That was tense. It was. It was. It was spicy. Mm. <laughs> but yep. yes, in the race, and then we suspected normally they might set up. Well, we say they normally set up a better race car. They used to, and then they changed to where they had a better quality car yeah. and a worse race car. But now the race car kind of looks good as well. So it almost feels it, like he. You know, I don't know. Science has it now and then, but yeah, Leclerc's definitely kind of sorted out both the quality and the race with these last, at least this last, you know, fifth of the year per mm. se. So yeah, it see, it was weird because I expected the Ferrari. You know, they obviously being such a high deg, uh, you know, 
entire race, I was expecting that Ferrari they'll they'll drop back, but he didn't really like throughout the race. He was his pace was solid, he was really, really, really good pace. Yeah, he yeah. was behind Max, but mm. he really wasn't that far nope. behind Max. Yeah. I think it was within like single digits for majority of the race, yep. which yep. is saying something. Well, he so... was for, for a, like a lot of the like the start of the race, like the first ten, maybe even fifteen laps. I think he was still within like a second, second and a half. So, yeah, occasionally like, yeah. dropping into the DRS, yeah. kind of to keep one eye on it. Yep. So, yep. yep, it's positive. Yeah, it's, very, yeah, very yeah. positive. It's so, just, um, it's yes. just weird how it's always a diff. Like every race, it feels like a different team that's doing it. Like sometimes it's McLaren, <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's Ferrari, sometimes it's Mercedes, and you know, it's beginning of the year. It was Aston, and it's. <laughs> But it's it's just always max out in front, and then it's just sometimes one of these other four teams. Are other just ones that are nipping there. at his heels, yeah, and, and it could be a different driver as well yeah. from the team that's nipping at his <laughs> yeah, heels. Exactly, it could be, be Astri, it could be Russell, yeah. it could be not Stroll, but you know what? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yes. to, uh, but, uh, to be talking about Stroll, I feel like he's sort of lifted a little bit, can, like since everyone sort of wrote him off, us included. Yeah. I feel like um, I mean a lot of people have written him off for a lot longer but you know to the point where it's like he needs he's you know killed aston martin's chances of getting anything um but yeah he's he's looked like where everyone sort of expected him to be like no one expected him to be sort of alonso's pace but um and he still has issues in in qualifying as well trying to actually make it into q3 um but you know, on race day, he looks he looks okay. He's been getting it together yeah. again. Yep. Yeah, yep. some of those sparks we saw in the past on occasion, he seems mm. to be more yep. consistently putting it together yeah. now, which is good. Yeah. So, and yeah, hopefully again, that means for next year, like hopefully they can, exactly. if they can do the same thing they did this year, then that bodes well that at least he's finishing in a reasonable yeah. place. Like if he finished on where he was, you know, four or five races ago, um, coming into next year, then man who knows where he would <laughs> where he would be and where Aston yeah. would, would be so um yeah i think very very positive for them so yep. yeah but they didn't manage to overhaul mclaren for their yeah not quite. fourth place in the constructors um it was it, interesting i think another pole app that norris probably should have had it was that close, he mucked up yeah. and they are adding up you got i think every time we've seen this we've talked about how it's maybe better to make the mistake this year because although you could snatch a freak pole, you know, mm. realistically in the bigger picture, it probably won't convert. Or even yeah. if it does, it's still, you know, there's not that bigger title, I guess, hope or ramification you're going for. So mm. um, it's maybe still a little alarming to see, but it, it's clearly showing that even if it's there, he's still trying to push that ragged edge. And really, if he makes that error, every error he's made has just been slightly over the limit at one certain corner. Yep. And almost the commentary is if he didn't make that, he wouldn't get the lap. Mm. But then if you told him to back it off, he probably wouldn't have been slower everywhere else as well. So he, yeah. it's, it's, you can tell he's frustrated. Like, he, he, mm. you know, he used to be really upset and angry at himself. And now he's more just like, I knew it was inevitable. You know, he gets these days where he knows he can feel it, but he's just like... You know, it's like it's like that fifty-fifty chance to get it or not, and every time for now he's just rolling yeah. the bad fifty, the bad fifty. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so although he wants to get to a point where he knows he have the confidence, like Max, to know when he goes for a killer lap, he's just gonna get it. Mm. Um, it was a shame because he was the, the lap was so good, and then he just slided around a bit, and you're like, "Yep, damn it! Yep. <laughs> like, yep. just do it for once. <laughs> Come on, you've been teasing us all year with this epic <laughs> lap, and we still don't get it. Yeah. Come on, what are you doing?" Son? And pro- I think. I don't know if Norris would be thinking this way as well, but the the more annoying thing is that 
I'd say more annoying, but like it's every single time as well. Like when he messes up a lap like that, Piastri's just like, "Oh, thank you very much. I'll take a place from you." He just does the safe yeah, lap, yeah, yeah. and then that's just, what actually gets yep, it. Yep, yeah. So he was like, what three tenths off, um, yeah. off Max. So uh, wait, did he qualify P three or P four? What did he qualify? He qualified fairly well. It yeah. was pretty close up there. Um, God, what did he get? Yeah, he was. Yeah, so. Uh yeah, Piastri was P three and then Russell started P five. Mm. So, so mm. Russ, uh, sorry, Russell P four, Norris P five. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Piastri got that that P three. You know, and it's, I don't know if that's more frustrating to Norris when he sees his teammate like when he messes up, it's like his teammates just like, oh, thank you, thank you, I'll take it. Um. But I mean, it's another it's another instance of, um, I I, I don't think we can put this really talk down Piastri because he had a fantastic season, but. It's it's similar to to sort of the the Hamilton Russell thing where it's like Norris he's yeah. he's just faster in the race like Piastri's not slow but it was it was no. obvious that Norris is faster and Piastri's done fine in terms of if you yeah. talk about that one two driver mm. they're probably pretty well suited in that even when Norris makes a mistake like in qualifying Piastri will pick up the pace although he could have done the safe lap and probably been a little ahead of Piastri he doesn't he's going to go balls to the walls right. Yeah. But then you go back to Piastri and he at least banks the safe lap, right? It's what you don't get from Max and Checo. Or if Max mm, has stuffed up his quality, yeah. Checo isn't there still to get the P1 or a, or a P2 at worst case mm. with a fairly safe lap. He seems to just be really far behind. So yeah. it's almost like they, they balance well because, you know, Piastri is always going to get the decent starting position and still get enough points where, you know, he is part of the reason why they got the, the P4 without Piastri if he still yeah. had, you know, an old Ricardo or someone else in this car. Aston probably would have had them fairly easily. So, mm. so um, it's yeah, it'll be interesting to see in that dynamic where if Piastri, now that he has this year and almost this baseline that he knows even his fairly safe running is pretty good, whether he then can start to push that mm. envelope. You know, it's similar yeah. to when Norris started. I think he started very similar, kind of being a bit safe and then found that actually he really had some potential. And now he's really pushing that potential. Mm. And that's just where he's struggling just to find that balance on the limit. Yeah. But it's good to see at least that he's doing it because then you feel again going forward that he's just going to keep trying and hopefully then you know start to actually yeah hit those hit start those converting them yeah races. Yep. exactly mm. exactly when it might actually matter as well if they don't start as the slowest car next year right so yeah that does that does help <laughs> a lot it's crazy to think yeah. that they were the slowest car in Bahrain huh? it's amazing we'll talk yeah. about that in the debrief but like I'm gonna yeah I think we'll to, oh, yeah, there's a season back review, and look yeah. at the season as a whole because yeah. yeah I'm gonna have to go back and this is what I did for last year yeah. as well as like watch all the race highlights and just see yes like remember where everyone was because it feels yeah it feels a long time ago that McLaren were the worst team coming into the season yeah. and Aston were the second best team uh it's yeah very, very, very weird season. Very good season. Um, despite it being so dominated by Max, I, I feel like it was um, considerably better than last year. Like last year, we it's... had we had Ferrari for a little bit at the start, and then it just sort of faded. And it was still there was little it's things, getting... but it sort of just leveled yeah, out in the end. Disappointing. Exactly. <laughs> but this year, it's been all the way to the last race. There's been battles. There's been ups and downs. There's been you know drivers, you know rising then falling and teams rising and falling and then rising again or slightly rising in Aston's case um and you know it's it's I think it's been I think it's been a 
an incredible season. I think it's been one of the best, like overall, uh, outside of the the dominance at the top. I think it's been one of the best I've I've probably watched overall. Yeah, I, I can't I can't think of one in recent. I think memory. the way you'd rate it is for a dominant season, which really mm. we talk about. You know, you group it in those classic dominant seasons. The stats basically add to say if this wasn't the most dominant season since F1 began in 1950, it might be the second most dominant, right? Yeah. And yet in saying that, for the group of maybe 10, 15 years of races you could classify as dominant Mm. seasons throughout the ages, this probably was the most enjoyable just because... it's, It's funny how he had that dominance at the top, but it's not like he had, you know one minute, two minute, you know, gains lap 90% of the field. Mm. You know, there was a number of races where there was a genuine challenge, a genuine fight. He didn't start on that pole. You know, how many times do we have Leclerc or Ferrari starting on pole that didn't convert? Yeah. You know? So yep. it's almost like, yes, on the record books, it was the most dominant. Um, there was at least something little that was teasing us there for, mm. for, hit, for Max to potentially not lose it. You know, in fact, for Max to potentially lose it, I should say. Mm. Um, and even when he was out in front, you know, due to all the other rule changes, this rule set, the cost cap changes, the wind tunnel time, the faux BOP, you know, we had the most close qualifiers we've ever had in the most dominant season ever. You know, you don't really hear those two together. Not only when you have yeah. dominance, you have it's... five second field spread. <laughs> yeah. And yet we had the closest ever with a mm. dominant season. So it's, uh, it's yeah, been good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm almost, yeah, it's nice to almost think we've got a bit of a, a break but i think mm. um you know it's not just like we're like oh thank god it's over finally mm. we get a refresh you know we just need a refresh it's almost just like that was good now this makes it really exciting yeah, the next year yep, right yep <laughs> yeah definitely but um yeah i mean I don't, unless you had anything else to talk about on on this race i'll uh i guess i'll sign us off for this one there or... wasn't much else no. i mean alpine seemed to end on a bit of a fart fizzle so <laughs> yeah uh, like there was yeah. infighting again on the team and yeah. all sorts, but they just seemed to be not having a great weekend. Um, yep. And most other teams that were quiet were quiet again. Yep. I mean, Haas were kind of nowhere. Alpha yeah. were kind of nowhere. Williams were nowhere as well. That surprised now. me. Yeah, I they guess. were yeah. far lower nowhere yeah. than we even expected. Very but odd one. Um, I think more credit again to Alpha Tauri, yeah. which, as we say, even brought upgrades to the last race of the year because of how desperate they were to yeah. get through. But. Yep. Um, Yes, I did find it funny just to lead off on, um, I think it was uh, James Vow's comments about if he was scared of losing P7 or not. Mm. He said, well, in August, we started working on the new car and AlphaTauri have just brought a new upgrade in November. So <laughs> even if they get it, okay, we'll Fair let play. them have it because yeah. we're feeling good about next year. Yeah. So it was like, oh, they got it anyway. But yeah, it was... Um, yep. He's a, he, uh, he's a smart what a, man. What a good guy to get in that team. Like, you just... Uh, even yeah. when he's asked like those nagging questions, like "Hey, what's happening with Sergeant's seat?" He's just calculated. He's just got the perfect answer for everything, and you can tell that's how he also manages his team. Oh, yeah. So I, I love. Uh, I could. I've said it to you. I've, I love listening to that man. I could yeah. listen to him all day. Yeah. The way he talks about just the sport and and things that yeah. are asked of him, and how he describes things. It's like I could listen to you all day, man. I love that man. Um, and I wish yeah. fantastic things for Williams. And by the sounds of it. They're they're not too worried, so I would no. I would not be surprised to see them well into the midfield for next year. But we'll we'll talk about that in the off season anyway. We will. So plenty to look forward to. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. We've um if you've made it this far, um you know consider thank you cons- yeah thank you first of all definitely um consider subscribing. Like I said, we've got a lot of um uh off season content to come. Uh, our season review where I. 
I don't know how many videos we're going to do or how many recordings we're going to do. We're going to go team by team for our season review, but there's also sort yep. of a few topics that I want to talk about that don't really come under that. So we might do like a short third vintage to cover those. But if there's anything sure. that's happened throughout the season that you want us to talk about, any questions you have, um, leave them in the comments or on Spotify. Like I said, we'll, we'll leave it, leave it in the, uh, the answer thing to our question. I don't even know what they call that. Um, the interact, the into the something. It's called something. Put it in there or add our Twitter. What is this on on, on Spotify? On... You can you can you can put a question oh. on on uh, on Spotify yes. episodes now. So leave it there. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, outside of that, obviously, we've got to do our uh, reviewing our uh, predictions as well, which I'm sure we all we got we got very very right. Um, as in our like early preseason predictions definitely did all those right um Nailed it. and then obviously predicting for, for next year as well which is always a lot of fun but um we'll lead us off with our predictions our week like our uh race predictions oh yeah. yes because uh we're obviously not doing another <laughs> preview like, so. we're predicting something no, 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 no. we predict we're predicting who won our predictions challenge it was me thanks goodbye we did it. Yes. So exactly. yes. yeah, this is the, um, our, our weekly. I say our weekly. Our um, our every race we we do a prediction for the the top three plus a um a random prediction. And if it's a sprint race, we predict a sprint P two most of the time, except when we forgot uh, because we would always pick max P one. <laughs> so um, yeah, so that added up to some amount of points, and you have the final tally. Which is... I do. So, you may have partially spoiled it, but we did go into this weekend with a two-point deficit, which, considering that we've had a minimum of four, sometimes five, sometimes more points available mm -hmm. per weekend, yes. um, the fact there was only two points in it is pretty amazing, I think. It's um, pretty crazy. Especially considering we normally try to go different to each other as well, rather than just answer mm. the same thing. Yes. So, there was a two-point deficit. We did have P11 for the mystery guess which was a pretty tricky one to get i don't even know who i picked um, i don't remember well you'll have to just uh, oh, okay just find out <laughs> just, come on let the man uh, do this I'm thing sorry, i'm sorry i'll, I'm, I'll let, all day I'll, I'll let you cook i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> um but in the traditional style irking back to max verstappen even in 2014 in the florida winter series which is one of the most niche series that i learned today what? that max participated in i don't even know what that is um even back then, as a young lad, he was dominant, and even you, as a still young, dashing lad... Oh, thank you. Uh, I say continue your dominance, but I think this last half of the year, you have been kind of dominating the predictions, and I think you've ended it out with the W. If I have gotten the math correct, which we all know is a 50-50 <laughs> chance... Um, you have, to, you have I, to actually calculate it this time. I can't fix it, because I'm I, not editing. No, I don't. So. I believe I scored a fat zero... Oh, um, that's right. You any picked of the three Perez drivers, right? Because yeah. I had Perez and Norris and Hamilton. Oh, dear. Um, and yeah. my P11 was Albon, who, of course, was nowhere near P11, sadly. <laughs> yeah. Your P11 was actually... Um, I was going to say Gasly. It was Gasly or Ocon. It was one of the Alpine drivers. But they essentially got 12th and 13th. So oh. you were actually close. Damn. It was Ricardo who got it at the end of the day. Oh. So, because of course he was the one that nearly got the P10. Yeah, so of course. It was, you were actually very close, very close to scoring even more. When I first looked at it, I went, 
they get that. Oh, but, uh, but you did get dang. the one for Max. Yeah, well. Yes, and I picked Norris Max Hamilton as well for P23. And yes. again, they weren't. We saw how I don't, tricky it is to predict these things. Yeah. I, I, who, I, no, I don't know how Leclerc got that P2. I would just, and then obviously it was Russell there for P3 instead of Hamilton. Who would have yes. guessed that either? I don't yes. know. Who knows? Uh, yes. Who knows? Technically, it would have been uh-huh. a Perez for a P3 uh-huh. if you didn't stuff it up. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> that still wouldn't have got me enough to get ahead. So Yeah, well. <laughs> ah, well. So you get, I don't know. There seems to be a trend that for predictions, people are starting prizes as of next year. So maybe we'll start a prize for next year for you. Um, for me? <laughs> or maybe you just assume yes. I'm going to win next oh, year. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, what are you going to do? If you won this year, it's guaranteed, right? Uh... But, um, Yes. Anyway, that's that's how things ended yep. with a three-point swing in your way. I believe it will be forty-one and a half to you to my thirty-eight and a half. So yeah, pretty good scores. But I say pretty good. Maybe the average person would get a good sixty or something, and then we just look. Oh, like probably. Yeah. With the bag. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, like <laughs> there's you, no way to know. Think, We're the only two competitors. <laughs> yeah, I think you said like uh, in the preview, like oh maybe we should do like the number it's out of, like how, how many we could yeah. have gotten. But it's like I don't know if I want to know how many the I missed. Up as well, so it's yeah, yeah hard to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Changed up like halfway, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's. And then you added the one for where will Ricardo finish on his return, and there's yeah. like <laughs> some of those we added one though. We then left a question out. And oh, we said, that's right. We didn't even do should the, them like the random next question yeah. be worth something extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> yes, We're I, really I would good also at this. real. I know, I know. Real quick before we make this longer than it needs to be. Yeah. Um, it does remind me of um the race podcast. For those that listened to it, ended up having a little competition towards the end of the year. With about, I think it was five races to go. They mm. essentially picked the top. I think it must have been the top eighteen drivers behind. It would have, I guess it was nineteen drivers behind Max. Yeah, yeah, because Perez still eighteen could've... behind Max. No, no, uh... no, no, no. So what they were doing is they were basically doing a round robin best of the rest, where they essentially picked all the drivers outside of Max. They paired them in one v ones, and then whoever won that race between the two drivers right. would then proceed. So it's like a round okay. robin little yeah. tournament yep, thing. Yep, yep, it, yep. it would have had to be an eighteen to be an even number. Gotcha. Either that was 16, 12, 10, or some number like that. Gotcha, right? gotcha, um, gotcha. So, um, it was quite funny how it played out. Mm. Um, because if you think about a competition like that where they just pick names out of the hat and then they, you know, move in like a what do you call it, like a round robin style. Yeah, yeah, like a know. ladder, um, ladder style. The driver that actually won that competition won that competition was Pierre Gasly. Can you believe it or not? Because <laughs> huh. he got matched against, I think it was like Leclerc in Brazil when he crashed out. He got matched against Norris in Vegas oh. when he did poor. And this race, he got matched against Signs, and we saw what oh. happened for the finals, which was Signs versus, uh, yes, it was uh, Signs. Yes, yeah. so. Wow, um, that's I thought that was quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, I think beforehand they, um, people would like guess who won, and then they'll like raffle off from the people that picked the winning driver to give them a prize. So gotcha. they said they'll have to check if anyone actually picked um, Pierre Gasly. So that would be quite funny. Mm. <laughs> if, if, uh, there might be two or three people going, "Hey, hey I might I've win a prize it. here." <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> so if that shows anything about the prediction game, yeah, it's F1. Who knows what's going to happen, right? Yep. So yep. Yeah, definitely. I might pop up even like the little table they had like, yeah yeah one. i could put it up it ah, that's was, cool so quite funny yeah oh, that's awesome ah predict anyway. yeah predictions are good they, they, they make it they make it interesting especially when it is so unpredictable i think that's that's yeah you know it's fun yeah 
Yeah, exactly. And the fact, like you said, that we both went so different and it came so close shows just just mm. how unpredictable it is and how yeah, we yeah, were yeah. like I was so confident about you know getting really good weekends and then this weekend I know you went bold, but like getting zero points and then I was like playing it safe and I got one point and it was the max one the- <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> Who, uh, what do we know? <laughs> what are we doing here? It's basically, yeah, yeah, <laughs> nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's it from us. Um, thank you to everyone who watched or listened uh, again. Um, I still can't believe we made it a full year. We'll, we'll try and do mm-hmm. it again next year. But until then, we've got uh, a couple of months of uh, two or three months, something like that. It's like 10 weeks or something of, of off season before we uh, we come back. Um, stay tuned. We'll, we'll have a few out in the meantime. But uh Take care, and we'll see you very, very soon. Bye-bye.